Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy DD here. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Welcome to Could You Please Rewind That, That, That. Yo, and everything is all right on my end, and I'm hoping everything is okay on your end. I know life is hard. I know times can be challenging. And in this period of human history, at least in our 100 years of existence, it's quite difficult right now. But we can get through this. And if you're not a Christian, I would encourage you to see Christ because I know for a fact that he is the answer. So all that aside, I'm here to bring joy and fun and give you something to watch. Okay, so that's what we're going to be doing in this episode, of course. And like I said, we'll take care of the house rules all the preliminary stuff that happens on every episode so what we're going to talk about today actually is called greenhouse Academy, academy sorry and before we get into that all you have to do is subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use you can also go to my blog site on wordpress on there as well it's the same link that you can find when you listen to this episode. If you like food, which I'm sure all of you like food, unless if you're a Calvinist, maybe not. But if you enjoy food, okay, if you enjoy the pleasure of food and your taste buds and enjoying that, first of all, what I actually would recommend, I know this is a bit off topic, is getting a tongue scraper to get all the bacteria off your tongue. That way you can enjoy food even more. But if you don't want to do that and you you just want some good food, follow me on Instagram, Some Suave Food. That is Some Suave Food, S-O-M-E-S-U-A-V-E-F-O-O-D on Instagram. Hit me up there. And if you're into fashion and want to learn more about fashion, if you want to learn about fashion icons, how to style or just fashion commentary in general, make sure you follow me and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Suave Kid TV. That is Suave Kid TV. All right. So that's where you can find me on all the socials. And we'll get right into this episode. All right. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. Trust me, it's so jamming. So let's go. So Greenhouse Academy. Now, let me build this up for you guys because technically this is considered a children's show or a teen um, drama, if you will. Now, what's interesting about this show is that one of my homies from a minute ago uh, for a while now, Leah was actually the one that recommended this to me, and she wanted to get my take. So when it comes to shows, I will watch the first episode and then just give you guys a breakdown into it so that you may want to watch the series as well along with me, but I'm not going to make an episode on like every episode because I'll get redundant or boring, if you will. So if you guys, for future reference, I'm going, if I do a TV show, 
it's either I'm picking the first episode or just a random episode that I feel you can learn from as well. So that's going to be the program for that. So going back to what we're talking about today, Greenhouse Academy. Now, obviously, shout out Leah for the recommendation. And if you guys want to recommend anything to me, just hit me up underscore D to swap kid. That's underscore D to swap kid. And then you can just hit me up there and you can recommend some throws. I might watch it. I might not. Right? It depends. I'll look at the trailer, look into it, all that sort of stuff. But it's funny because when it came to this show, I was pretty much hesitant towards it because I wasn't sure whether I would like it or not, right? So that's usually the case with any show that anybody would recommend to you. You're on the fence about it, but you keep an open mind because, hey, you might actually enjoy the content that is made for you. So if we were talking about it, like on a Friday night, going back and she's like, yo, I know that you are doing this show and that you want more stuff for it, some content for it. Um, I have this show, and the reason why she was like, she was hesitant is because one of uh, our mutual friends' little sister watches that show, so we weren't sure if like it would be a best fit for everybody else. And how she framed the show is like a prep version of Zoe One One. Now, I love Zoe One One. In case you didn't know. If you're older, if you're above the age of like 36, you probably don't know what that show is. And if you're under the age of, I want to say 17, 16, you might not know what that show is either. Unless if you're cultured. And if that is the case, God bless you. But Zoe 101 is basically a boarding school. For the first time in that boarding school history, PCA, Pacific Coast Academy, they allowed girls into the dorms okay so it's groundbreaking it is by the infamous dan schneider and if you guys listen to one of my other episodes about childhood acting you'll know more about him if you want to know more go back to that episode for sure because we're not going to discuss that here uh but he created something called a dramedy for teens right so it is a drama and a comedy for teenagers, which was interesting at the time because most of the stuff that we were watching back then, if you look at it, generally speaking, it was more comical. It was more about sitcoms, situational comedy, if you didn't know what that was. It was more about those types of forms of content. And then there was some drama in it like some drama aspects to it or there are there were drama shows show sorry like Gilmore Girls and all that stuff that people watch and they're grassy. So it's either one or the other. He fused them together. Dramedy. There you go. Bob's your uncle. So that's how she prefaced that show. So when she said that, I was like, yo, Dan Snyder, although you might not like him, he is a genius. And to say something of that nature, to say that that particular show holds up to one of the greatest Nickelodeon shows of all time is a heavy, 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 heavy 
sentiment. So I went into it open mind. I didn't even take the comparison as seriously because I didn't want to be let down. So usually when people recommend something to me, whether it be food, whether it be shows, music, all that stuff, I just go in with an open mind, go in neutral because I don't want to be let down. And usually if even if I'm skeptical or I don't think much of it, I would love to get to view that thing, that piece of content, that piece of art higher than I actually evaluated it prior to or estimated it to be prior to. So I wanted it to go over my estimation. But so far, this show honestly is really good, man. Like Leah did her thing for sure by recommending this show. And it kind of helps because we have similar taste and content anyhow. And we're fairly picky people when it comes to content. Like, when it comes to food, yo, your boy is not picky at all. Like, I'll eat kanji, all that sort of stuff, the weird stuff that people don't like. When it comes to fashion, like, I have my limits, and that's only because of my religious background. But I'm pretty open to most things. But when it comes to content, yeah, it's hard. Like, I can't watch everything, and obviously that comes to my Christian background. But (laughs) me... I'm very picky, so I actually enjoyed the first episode. I actually might continue on. So, basically, the first episode, it starts off with Alex and Haley, okay? And they're, like, upper-middle-class, prestigious family. Their mom is an astronaut, and their mom is going to journey, I either think it was to Mars or some planet i don't remember what they said in detail it doesn't really matter she's going to space all right so she's going for a space launch and they're watching the countdown they launch and obviously you guys know what happens the rocket explodes and she dies in that explosion and then All of a sudden, Alex, which is the guy who is mad, Haley goes to comfort him, and then they go through an eight-month period, and there's tension in the house because Alex wants to go to the school called Greenhouse Academy, which his mother also went to, and he wants to basically make it because it's the closest thing to his mother that they have, right? The dad's not doing too well. Like, he's basically not there mentally, which would make sense, especially if you really love someone. And he's in a he's in a rut, can't drive anywhere, hasn't left the house. He's not even really working that much, as far as I could see. So it's definitely hitting them hard, which actually makes sense. Now, I obviously saw this coming before... It even happened because I'm like, yo, they have to start something if it's a drama series, right? So that would be one that if you're an adult, you can see coming. If you're a child, you might not see it coming unless if you're pretty brilliant. Because like I said, it's made for the mind of a teenager, like a young teenager. Um, I would say like prepubescent years. So that's what I would say regarding that that it is um 
one of those things where you have to be cognizant of the fact that it's for a kid, right? So, like, some of the stuff is like, oh, my gosh, you roll your eyes and all that stuff, and it's cheeky. But, like I said, if Darius, who was 11 or 12, what would he think while watching this? And if you can go with that frame of mind, then you can truly understand that, hey, what he's what's happening and what's transpiring in this isn't that bad and is actually well written for that particular demographic. All right. So I talked about all the tension at the beginning because of her death. So Alex and Haley argue, argue a lot. And then it causes the dad to lash out at them at one point in the show. And then he wants to, Alex wants to go to the academy. And then he, there was a point where his dad almost pretty much forgot about it and couldn't take him. So Haley, who didn't want to go there because she doesn't like what the school does to people. And she doesn't believe that it breeds leaders, but it actually uses and abuses people, which is an interesting thing because that's what people say a lot about Ivy League schools and all these pushing these kids at a young age to go all to these prep schools that cost a lot of money, but also at the same time, it's supposed to help the kids, but it puts a lot of pressure on them. So that's one thing that I learned about this um higher level think higher level education system uh, obviously classism it plays a part in it because if you don't reach a certain social economic background you're not going to be able to obtain that unless if you have gifting all right so whether you're a gifted student and you get a scholarship and or even if you are like gifted in athletics that's another way to get to that place. But if you have, if you don't have those things, then it's going to be tough for you to get it other than the fact that you have money. But the good thing about this school that I found that was interesting is not even just that you need money is they actually want the best of the best. So I liking it to Harvard because it takes so much to get in. So it doesn't even matter how much it costs. It matters about the fact that you actually have to be skillful and put in that 10,000 hours in order to go to that school. Because there was a point where Alex was doing his exam. And in the exam, what you have to do is finish it. And then it's an SAT. So usually that they give them three hours, two hours for that. And for the exam, what they did was they get like one of the older students to play like a loud instrument while they're doing it to see if they can actually focus and then get a high score. So I think you need above 1100 in order to get to that school. If not, you're not getting in. So that was interesting to see that because it's like, bro, these guys are like 16, 15 years old, right? And they have to do all that stuff in order to get in to this so-called school in order for um, them to get to the places that they want to go to be prestigious. But I'm like, at the end of the day, if, you, if in real life, that doesn't really matter because 
<laughs> most businesses or business owners don't even have a college degree. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But it's interesting to see that dynamic. And then there's a lot of people who were failing the exams and crying and acting like it's the end of the road for them. No pun intended for boys to men. But they felt that they couldn't do anything else. And then it also shows light into the recruitment as far as athletes go. Because what one of them did was, uh, because they're splitting up, the school split up into like sections, like kind of like university, because I'll use my university, University of Toronto. They have different colleges that you go to. And it's not that the colleges are like completely different in a sense, like, like a separate school. It's just pretty much like uh, your dorm hall or if you if you go to a program, you have their program. For example, I'm in Blasters of Science, right? So that's the overarching one. And in, in order to get to that program, there's a specific college that you apply to. So it'd be like St. Michael's College, right? But I'm still at U of T overall. It's just kind of, in a sense, a subset of the giant picture, okay? If that was clear enough. So they have one called the Ravens, and they have one called the Eagles, which is probably one of the most basic things you can do. It's just birds, whatever. Cliche, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of tropes, but it makes sense because it's a kid show. So, like, just follow me with it. Uh, so it's – they have the different ones. So the Eagles is pretty much the one, I think – the Ravens is the one that their mother went to, I believe. And then the Eagles is the one that Alex wants to be a part of because of the basketball team and the basketball program. And in that basketball program, they were actually doing stuff that was illegal by, like, giving answer, answers to the exams. But people changed the exam test when they found out that they were cheating. So the people, the players that they wanted, they couldn't obtain because they end up failing the test. So it's interesting how that happens because a lot of – Sneaky recruitment happens in the collegiate level as well in the NCAA. Some slimy stuff happens. So that was good that they touched on that a little bit to show the sneaky side of recruitment in order to, in a way, push forward their uh, athletic ventures. So that was interesting. I like that part of it. Obviously, you have your cliche characters like the mean girls and the popular kids and uh, the rebels, which is interesting because one of the rebels is actually the dean's daughter. So Haley obviously doesn't want to go to that school. She doesn't think it's worth going to that school at all. But after the basketball trials with Alex. What happens was is um Alex got into a fight with the star player because the star player brought up his mom and he lost his cool. Then he left. Uh, the Dean's son said for him to leave because the, the Dean's son is pretty much like a, like a stuck up, like little suck up to his father. So he wants it to be a certain way. He ends up leaving and on his way out, the dean actually comes back and says, you know what? You guys actually should come. And I mean, both of you guys, 
because I, um, I think Haley ended up telling them off because of the fact that they wouldn't accept Alex because he lost his cool. And he ended up seeing something in them or in her specifically. He ends up seeing their mother in her and thinks that she could be a good leader because of what she said that resonated with him. So they end up getting in. All she has to do is the exam. And in the exam, his daughter is also there as well. And they didn't have um, anybody. They didn't have the guitarist in there. And they actually brought the guitarist in so that they could actually focus. So I could see the dynamic between Haley and the Dean's daughter as well in the show to see that they are going to be become like the rival best friends or the rebel best friends because of the fact that they don't technically fit in with the rest of the girls who get feel validated because they're at this particular school. So that's why it has that trope because it kind of follows um uh, I forgot that girl's name from Mean Girls. That one girl from Mean Girls that's cool with Lindsay Lohan's character. All right. So it was her. Like, she was a rebel and she's an outcast. But technically, she, someone would say she's a pick-me. But it, it depends. It depends. It depends. It depends on what you think that is. So the star player is Daniel. So I think... He believes that Alex is a threat to him because Alex is actually better than he thought he would be. And he doesn't, he's not really warm to Alex. Haley doesn't care for any of them. And she kind of just says what's on her mind at all times. And she's not afraid to go toe to toe with anybody in the show and to be direct. So she already had a run in with the cheerleader. She already had a run in with Daniel, who's a star basketball player. And I can honestly say that she's one of the, she is the main character. I can say that um in this beginning episode, like she's gonna try to change the school's outlook on things, and that's probably why the father, which is the dean, would actually want her to be there to kind of shake it up a little bit. So I can see that happening later on this is my predictions in the show in the episode so if you guys do watch it just look for these little tidbits and let me know in the, my dms underscore dd the swap kid what you guys think about that the episode pretty much ends with somebody breaking into their home meaning alex and Haley's home and the dad was sleeping and it looks like the guy was going there to encrypt some data from their computer and we don't know what it is because it's on a cliffhanger so that was pretty much that whole episode there was a lot to unpack but at the same time it's pretty straightforward because like i said it's a kid's show <laughs> all right so but it's still enjoyable as an adult like you have to have like a heart of a child obviously but it doesn't really insult your intelligence as like other kids shows do it's not just like nonsensical and city. It actually makes sense. But overall, it's pretty much like a, just a teen show, like a Degrassi mixed up with like an iCarly situation. No, not iCarly. 
this is only one-on-one situation because they're at a boarding school. Um, basically, if you have, like, the intelligence of a bumblebee, you can understand, like, the show. Like, it's not <laughs> anything where it's like, oh, my gosh, I never saw that coming. Or, like, you have to think a lot. But there's certain aspects of the show where you can see that there's actually thought put into it, right? It's just that you as an adult, because most of the people listening to this are older, you're just going to, you're going to see things coming before it does. Okay. So like the twists are not that dramatic, but I think it's still well written of the show where it doesn't insult your intelligence either. So you don't have to like overthink things like Breaking Bad or do all these different things because it's a kid show. I know that's like me saying it all the time, but you're going to see the plots coming before they do. But it's still entertaining. The acting isn't that bad, which I was skeptical of because usually with these kids shows, the acting is not that acting is not as great as it ought to be. Um, but the storyline overall is pretty good. I won't even mess and fool around with y'all. I'm telling y'all, it's a pretty good storyline so far. Uh, and also, I didn't mad. I didn't mind um it at all. Like I didn't mind the show at all. I thought it was rather good, especially for our first episode, and how the cliffhanger at the end that could lead on to more juicy storyline and something to keep people hooked to the show. So I'll say that for certain. And yeah, of course, there's gonna be some cheesy stuff in it, like when they try to clap back to one another it's like yeah it's kind of forced and then obviously they like the whole click minded um mentality now clicks still exist in our lives today if you didn't notice just look at your workplace sometimes it's like that and also sometimes it was like that in high school i know like i went to ajax high and our school was kind of like that but not to the extent where at least my the people who i hung around with we we're cool with everybody, but that's just our type of crew. Like, it's not until I went, until I graduated from that school and, and I heard from other people's uh, situation um, at our school, they had a different outlook at it. I never thought my school was that bad. I didn't really care for my school. I wanted to go to, like, Pickering High because a lot of my other friends were there. And, of course, like, they had athletics that were better. But, yeah. The click-mindedness, it's going to get pretty tiring pretty fast because it's just like a trope that is common in teen shows, kids shows, and all that stuff. But it's in a way where it could be used. And this is just me foreshadowing, uh, or not really foreshadowing. This is me hoping that they, they use it wisely i think this show has like over three or four seasons i'm not mistaken or maybe even it's just two seasons it's on netflix of course so if you have netflix check out the first episode check out the second if you like it let me know in my dm underscore dd if you like it or not okay i just want to know what you guys think about it because at the end of the day you might like it, you might not like it, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, when the dust is cleared and the smoke has risen up like a phoenix, what we can say is when it comes to content, when it comes to entertainment, 
it's in a way deals with personal inclinations and personal tastes, as Immanuel Kant would put it. So it all comes down to that, because if you don't have the appetite for it, it's just not for you. Doesn't mean that it's bad. Doesn't mean that it's good sometimes. Because that's a whole different like thing. And I, I'm not a film... I haven't studied th film theory and how it works. Um, but I watch enough films to kind of understand, like, it has to follow a certain blueprint. And I did study a little bit of, like, the sociology of film and, like, why things work a certain way. But that's, like, more the behind-the-scenes things. But overall, when it comes to this show, your boy DD stamps it and gives it the DD stamp of approval. It has passed. Leah, you did a good job. In my humble opinion, y'all let me know if you mess with it already. Should I continue watching? I probably will anyways. And if and if you don't, let me know why you don't mess with it if you watched it and you just didn't like it. So just hit me up and we can converse. You already know the vibes. This has been your boy, Darius D. And I'm signing off once again. So just chill, just chill till the next episode. Why? Because your boy, DD, is definitely out of here. Y'all stay suave.